Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today's guest is outstanding superstar performer, Elliot Villar. You know Elliot Villar from Mr. Robot. However, he's been in other things like Sneaky Pete, The Shy, The Sun, and on Broadway in War Horse. Last week's episode of Mr. Robot was one of the most iconic performances I've ever seen in television by an actor. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this conversation, and he's such a giving actor. Here it is. Elliot Villar, welcome to An Actor Despairs. How you doing, man? Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks so much me. for being here. Yeah. I'm such a big fan of yours, and I've been watching you crush it in all the New York shows, and then Mr. Robot this past episode, yeah, 407. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you went to Yale, so I'm sure you can relate, but if you look at acting as form of athleticism in a way, I watched you spar with some of the greatest actors in the world and emerge victorious. <laughs> and I kind of like the way Heath Ledger on The Dark Knight Every time his character wasn't on screen, you're like, yo, where's Vera? Where's Vera? You know what I mean? And right. then the whole time I was like, man, I miss that guy. And then the season three teaser and then you coming back. It, it's just incredible, man, what you did with that character. Thank and, you. And everything else I've seen you do in The Affair, Sneaky Pete, you know, Shy. Thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a huge uh, fan, but I usually like to start at the beginning, so we'll get there. <laughs> sure. You grew up in the Bronx, right? I grew up in the Bronx, yeah. Tell um, me about that. I grew up off of, off of the Six. Uh, Parkchester was my closest stop. Okay. Um, so I was like sort of, you know, far uh, northeast Bronx. Um, yeah. Okay. So what was my, my journey? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Were your parents, tell me about your growing up. Were your parents um, artists? No, no. Uh, well, all right. So. My parents had a flair for drama. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they were like dramatic <laughs> people. They were very dramatic people. Amazing. Um, as a kid, were you like, because you lived in New York, were you going to Broadway ever or not? Um, no, you know, I, I, I would, I would say that, you know, how I got into it. Um, high school was where the, the seed was planted and, um, college. Was there a teacher and, that really kind of connected with oh, you? Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, I ended up going to my my old. I, my, I told you I'm in the middle. So my older sister, um, Rena, she's a, uh, a physician, and she had uh, she paved the way for uh, my, my myself and my yeah. brother. Uh, she ended up going to this high school called the Fieldston School in Riverdale uh, through a program called the Oliver Program, which takes inner city kids from like the Bronx and Brooklyn and and sends them to this amazing high school. Yeah. At the time, um, I, f- I followed my sister's footsteps. Um, I got there through another program called A Better Chance. But the school had an amazing theater program. Peter Royal was the head of the program. Wow. And it was seeing theater there, doing theater there. That re- That's where the seed was planted. It was the wow. first time where I thought, oh... I could do this for the rest of my life, maybe. No maybe this could be it, you know? Um, do you remember your first play that you did? <laughs> in high school, um, it was, it was company. Actually, <laughs> company was the, the first big musical that wow. I did. Um, so you're a singer? Yes, I sing as oh, well. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been you know, <laughs> quite a while. But yeah, you know, high school, it also had, uh, I remember one of our, my teachers there, um, Bill Werner, he was a head of uh, English at, at Fieldston and he had this really cool class, which was, um, uh, essentially it was, I can't remember the title of it, but what we did was we would go see plays in the city. Yeah. Um, and then we would have to write a critical essay on the, you know, pretend wow. we were reviewers, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like ben Brantley um, or something. But I remember the, the, one of the plays that I saw that year, was um 
it was Hedwig and the Angry Inch. James Cameron Mitchell was starring in it. Uh, this was before this was, I mean, it was like, it's very first incarnation, first incarnation <laughs> wow. off of uh, 11th Avenue, like right in this, it, like, dump of a of a dive bar it was actually in like a, a dive bar you went in and it was there was a bar and a bartender you can get drinks and you know none of us could but um <laughs> if uh if you were of age you could get drinks and, <laughs> and then and then the show and then the show started um so I, you know i was getting to see some just great, am- stuff. great stuff but you know when i went to i went to vassar college and Did, is that a bfa program it's a, no no it's a ba B, uh, BA. ba program and you you did um, intentionally you want Vassar, or did you think about doing NYU or something? You know, I went to, I did apply to Boston University, the conservatory at at BU. Um, But there was a lot of, there was a lot of internal conflict. You know, it's like, it was very, you know, my my head versus my heart. Right. You know, my, my heart was saying this was something I could do for the rest of my life. But my head was like, here I am in the Bronx, seeing how hard my parents are working. Yeah. My dad would sometimes, my, my dad's job as a union painter too was actually now I, I think about it. It's, it's, there's a lot, there are a lot of things that are similar to, to being an actor. Uh, <laughs> it's, it was, it was feast or famine, yeah. you know? Um, he would, he would sometimes be working six, seven days straight, sometimes two weeks wow. of work, you know, but then he'd be like, I don't have any work for, um, a week or two weeks. Yeah. And so he was, you know, I was watching my dad work so hard and always trying to, you know, um, just make ends meet with my mom. Um, and my, and my parents, you know, they, they saw education as, as our path yeah. to a better life. Um, uh, and that was something that, you know, my mom to start our family, she put on hold, you know, she was on her way to finish her degree at Puerto Rico, wow. finish her degree. Uh, she was a supposed to get to the University of Chicago and then go back and finish and kind of put all those things on hold for us. Um, and hey, you know, in the long run, like, uh, you know, my sister's a doctor, works at a hospital in Manhattan. My brother's went to art school for architecture, is now a 3D designer. Wow. They're, they're doing, you know, they, they really reaped what they sowed. Did your parents embrace um, the acting? Uh, but they were very cautious, cautious yeah. as was I, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, I actually remember... Um, I was always, I was always daydreaming. I was always like looking out yeah. the window on this 45 minute commute to, you know, to Fieldston or wherever it was. When, if I had to tag along with my mom for one of her jobs or she had to go interview someone. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, my head pressed against the window, looking out at the clouds, daydreaming. Uh, but, but one of the daydreams was that, you know, maybe I'll be a lawyer. Wow. Um, I just loved, Definitely you know, acting. but again, yeah, yeah. But again, it was like, yeah. it was like my, t- you yeah. know, the TV, uh, incarnation of, of that, you know, like this very, you know, getting up in front of a jury and, yeah. and, you know, and the impassioned and, speech, yeah, the impassioned speech and convincing them. Yeah. 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 And actually that, that is what I did instead of a lot of my classmates, uh, were going to do like summer theater and stuff like that. Um, I worked at a law firm as a paralegal, um, I worked at Skadden Arps Sleep Marn Flom LLP, um, and it's a you know big, um, huge law firms right on Forty Second Street in the Condé Nast building. Um, so you weren't doing like Williamstown I, while you were no, at Bass. Wow. No, I, I right after my senior year of high school, I went to work at this law firm. Um, I was connected through a better chance 
the scholarship yeah. program that brought me to Fieldston. They had connections to all sorts of you know job opportunities, so they hooked me up with this, and um, I was there every summer. And, you know, and meanwhile, I would, I would go back to Vassar and then yeah. spend the year. Um, advancing towards my drama degree and doing lots of theater as well as other taking classes, classes in so the classics and work stuff ethic. like that. But I was, you know, I just, um, I was like, maybe this, you know, maybe this is where I'll find the balance. Yeah. Then the, what changed it for me. So like Vassar was like, if high school was this seed being planted, I think, you know, Vassar college was, you it know, being the, removed. The, the, no, I think Vassar college was, was like the water. I oh, mean, it wow. really did. It did like foster a lot of thought. Um, I had some fantastic teachers there, Chris Kabrowski, uh, Dennis Reed. They were, uh, both of them were, uh, Yaleys. Um, so I was starting to get this like vocabulary, uh, yeah. you know, of that later on it would, I would uh, realize it all know, came- what they were hammering into me. Yeah. Um, and why it made sense. That program made sense yeah. for me. And, and I got to do some really, it was the first time that I discovered like a new new plays, yeah. you know. I done and Shakespeare um, in high school. In high school, it was like a yeah. lot of you know it was the musical. Oh, I got to right? read Macbeth, you know. Um, yeah. But in in college, um, I, the one the play that I remember was um, that really nailed hit the nail on the head in terms of like why I loved it. This I, uh, li- almost literally because it was so much about transformation. Uh, was this play called? Uh, a mouthful of birds. Okay. By Carol Churchill. Okay. Um, and this character I played, I, I you know, I was playing, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the character, but he was, uh, a 19th century hermaphrodite <laughs> who is telling the story of his transformation from her to him. Wow. Uh, through this series of monologues. And it was so cool. Like it just, it just blew my, it was like yeah. the first time I'd read Carol Churchill. Um, and it blew my mind. Like the, just the, the transformative power of, yeah. uh, the theater, um, what we were uh, asking of, of the audience. Like it's a, it's a play about, you know, sexuality, but also ahead of its time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Very much so. Um, so, it it really yeah i think vassar college was was like the f- the food right and or, and and then there was the national theater institute i did a semester there and that was what cemented for me i want to go to grad school this is what i am going to do you didn't um, do the come back and audition for a bit and then apply you you knew right away after vassar that you wanted to go to grad school i knew at my junior year i went to the national theater institute um it's a some it's a an exchange program. So I spent a semester there. Um, and it was just being immersed in every aspect of, of creation in the theater. Yeah. We all got to, you know, um, a, a travel abroad, uh, uh-huh. component where we went to London and, and just spent the whole time going to see theater. Um, but when I came back, it was this theater boot camp, uh, whose, you know, the motto there is risk fail yeah risk again yeah and that just like hit me to my core i was wow. like yes this and um what i found there was that this this hunger and this appetite to really uh hone my skills uh as as an actor uh to hone to really want to hold, hone the craft and and you know i think all of the information that i was getting from vassar was 
I, I wouldn't trade that in for anything. I mean, and, and, and just opened my mind and formed me in so many, you know, taking classes, yeah. uh, taking courses in the classics department and being able to take an economics class and, and sit in with, you know, people who are just outside of the bubble, um, uh, the theater bubble, uh, informed me in, 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 in many ways. Wow. Um, but, um, that's when I made the decision. I told my folks, they were like, eh, <laughs> really? Did you apply to the um, big three or just to I, Yale? I did. And, um, I did not get in. It took me three times to, to get, get into, Yale. into Yale. I've only um, auditioned once and yeah. it, it was, uh, intense experiences. I'm sure you can imagine. It was, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it took me three times. I, uh, did you change the pieces each time? I did. Yeah. And I, well, the first time I think, you know, I just said, let me, let me just go for it. Yeah. You know, uh, I got waitlisted at NYU. I made the final weekend. Yeah. I went to the, the, the you know, uh, the final weekend and, 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 um, had to go through that whole day of like classes. Yeah. And, uh, um, and then, but nothing like nothing from Yale. And, um, so then I, I went, I spent a, a, a year at the Shakespeare Theater in Washington, D.C. The Folger? Uh, the Folger, yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I auditioned for that program. No, 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 sorry, not the Folger. Um, it was, uh, the Shakespeare Theater of Washington, D.C. is different from oh, okay. the Folger Theater. Got it. Uh, it's run by Michael Kahn. Okay. Um, and so uh, they offer this opportunity uh, for what they call the Shakespeare Fellows. They take a certain amount of, I think they take seven yeah. ensemble members every year. Uh, so it was a year, another year of sort of like to be in a safety net. I knew yeah. I had a job wow. for a whole year, which was, I was going to participate in every a play. They paid uh, you I as a company mentor. And then they yeah. paid us, a st- st- they housed us Got and it. they gave us a small stipend. But you know, there, I mean, I just want getting to watch some fantastic actors. Um, yeah. uh, Kurt Rhodes, John Douglas Thompson, uh, Wallace Acton do, uh, Hamlet and Richard the third in the same season. Wow. Uh, Philip Goodwin, Ed Giroux, these guys are just, you know, legends. Uh, yes. Yeah. And we're had these long histories of working with Michael Kahn and then getting to work with the likes of, you know, Michael Kahn and, and Mark Lamos and Gail yeah. Edwards. I'm just powerhouse uh, directors. It, 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 you know, it taught me a lot about what it, what it takes to, yeah. to, to stay in the business and, and, you know, dedication, perseverance, hard work. Do you feel like that in a way prevented you from being disillusioned by the, the, the immediate MFA not working out right away? I think it, it, it definitely, I knew, well, and then I had another year yeah. in you. So, so that was part of it. Um, but at the end of that year, I went, Hey, you know, I got waitlisted at NYU last year. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I've, I have this whole year under my belt of doing Shakespeare and working with these guys. Yeah. This is going to, this is going to be, I'll just, I'm not going to waste my, you know, admission, uh, fees, uh, my application fees, oh, I know. you know, so <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to do NYU and Yale. Yeah. I got waitlisted at NYU. It's going to happen this year. Yeah. And, uh, I did not get like a first round call at NYU that year. I've had the same thing happen to me. <laughs> and I was like, what? It's the worst feeling ever, brother. <laughs> but then I got waitlisted at Yale. No year. way. I like got into the final, you know. So I was like, okay, what do I do with this? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, I knew I was headed to New York. Yeah. Uh, that's where I was, where I grew up. 
Um, and I was just so excited to, I was like, all right, this is my chance to just go and do it. Yeah. Like, let's see what this is like. To do the backstage um, actors access. I went to yeah, backstage. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, trying, writing letters to agents yeah. and, and, you know, as soon as I got my first showcase, um, uh, I wrote to, to agents, come see my showcase. And I made the little, got the postcards from, uh, uh, from the, you know, Oh, the, so you know all yeah, about yeah, the hustle. I did the hustle, man. I did the hustle. I was oh, trying. I love it. These actors working hard. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was great. I mean, I've, you know, I found myself, uh, I kind of, I narrowed the search to places where I knew uh, my, you know, could possibly be homes that yeah. I wanted to be a home. Uh, I ended up, uh, doing a play at Intar. Um, I ended up working with some Columbia, uh, Gisela Cardenas, who was a direct, she was coming out of her, yeah. uh, graduate program at, at uh, Columbia. Um, and working with her actually got me another play with her later. Um, when she was out of school, we worked together and, you know, I was going to the, the, uh, the drama, the bookshop, bookshop and oh, like reading plays and, you know, Thank goodness for Lynn Manuel and everyone who saved that place. That place is yeah. just, uh, it has so much history. Um, but I remember, you know, sitting there with all the plays and looking, and this was something that got me so excited about yeah. Yale, uh, was, you know, and you open those plays and there's always like the, uh, the first cast, yeah. the list, the of original, like the original yeah. cast, the, the, the second incarnation, the third incarnation, you know, and these names. And, and I went, wow, you know, I, I would, would really love to go to a program where I have this opportunity to work with. With emerging writers, Robin, yeah, um, and so and and so anyway, I ended up getting uh, into Yale the third time. Wow, um, I guess it was you know you looking back, you're always like things happen for a reason. Can right? you remember I the mean, pieces you did? Uh, uh, I do. I, I, I did a uh, contemporary. Yeah, uh, the contemporary piece was a Jose Rivera play uh, called "The House of Ramon Iglesia." Wow, and. Um, you know, fast forwarding a couple of years, I ended up getting to work with him on one of no his new way. plays. And must it was have been like, so oh cool. my goodness, it just, I, I, did you love Yale? I had to contain, had to contain <laughs> so much when I met him. I was just like, um, you're a hero. You're a hero. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Yale was amazing. I mean, it, it happened, you know, I was like, I mean, first of all, if I hadn't gone there, if it hadn't taken three times, uh, I wouldn't have met my wife. Yeah. Um, and, and I wouldn't have had the, the relationships that I had there. They were, you know, um, life changing. We had a really close cl cast. Yeah. Uh, was it 12 of you? We had a really close class. Um, uh, it was 16. 16. Um, and we're, we're, we're all still very close. We have little reunions every now and then. Uh -huh. We just saw Ron Van Lu, uh, this summer. He, or a bunch he moved of over my, to Columbia, right? Uh, he's at Columbia yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, the collaborations that I had there were, were changed my life. Yeah. Um, you know, I was in the same class as, um, the writers, uh, Amy Herzog. Oh, uh, oh my God. 4,000 miles. And, yeah. um, I got to do her play. Um, are you in the, the first page of, I, I'm, I guess I must be. We did it. Dude, at we got to go to the drama yeah, bookshop when it reopens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, the play was after the revolution, okay. um, that we did. And, um, and the, the first, my first play out of school was a Terrell Alvin McCraney play. Uh, it was the brother size. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we, that started at Yale. Um, and then we just had some amazing, uh, friends who were uh, there in the uh, producer track. Yeah. Um, well, 
theater management track. Got it. Um, and Stephanie Urbara, uh, David Roberts, um, and they, you know, they just, they believed in it and they were like, we are taking this on as a little project. Let's try and get this to the city. Yeah. Uh, and they got us into the under the radar festival. Um, and then, uh, Everyone saw it there, and they brought us back yeah. into the the main season when we graduated. Um, Do you feel and, like you stayed in New York because you had an imperative to keep doing theater versus like going to LA and signing with like WME or something like that? Yeah, or yeah. Do, do, I do mean, most Yale stay Yale students stay in in New York? Um, my wife and I, you know, we well. Uh, even when we, you know, even at that time when we were still dating, yeah. um, we just knew that New York was was where we wanted to be, um, and we both theater was like top of our list. That's what we were, yeah, what we were going to do, what we were doing, and yeah, and so I, I really stuck with that for a long time. It wasn't until you know we had we had kids that um, I started to think I got you know. I had kind of, kind of cracked the door open yeah. a couple of here and, you know, doing the state, like the law and order. Yeah. And, uh, I did a blue bloods. Blue and, bloods was your, was um, one of your first things, right? It was law and order and blue bloods were wow. definitely, it was like the, maybe one of my first, actually my first thing out of school was this really, really small role in two lovers. Um, Oh, the Joaquin and, Phoenix film yeah. where he went nuts on, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember just like, and this, you know, this movie starts with him jumping into this lake. Yeah. Um, Gwyneth and the, Paltrow. And these guys yeah. pull him out. Yeah. And I was one of the guys that pull him out and it's kind of like, Hey buddy, you know what? Well, you all right, man? Yeah. You all right? Um, and so there I was on my, like my first set out of what grad was that school like? and I'm like, with, you know, holding Joaquin Phoenix, you know, his arm in, in my hand and, you know, looking at him and delivering these lines to him. And I just thought, this is nuts. Man. Yeah. This is crazy. Like, I'm, you're doing I'm it. Doing that. Yeah. You know? And then there was this, you know, just long, and then there were just many, 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 many valleys. Yeah. Um, um, you know, mostly it was theater that was happening. Uh, obviously the, the doing the play at the public, uh, really helped that trajectory trajectory yeah. for me um you know i soon after got cast in um their shakespeare in the park yeah and and then i was just having these like wonderful opportunities um getting to my first musical was Coraline, wow. uh with uh lee silverman directed that oh, wow. um and uh uh david greenspan put together the book along with uh, Stephen merritt from magnetic fields okay. and uh jane hootyshell was a part of the production it was and you know i just felt myself again just yeah. being like oh my goodness this, this is my like second or third thing here in New York, and here yeah. I am with these like legends. Legends, yeah. But it was also very humbling too. I mean, I, you know, I, I was like, I don't know. If it was you, a journey. I don't know if you know the the, the skit. Uh, I always think of there was an in living color yeah maybe that's of like course. Before, jim carrey okay. yeah, 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 yeah yeah there's the, the skit of like how many jobs you got man <laughs> that's that good you know yeah. it's like the guy's like yeah. he's yeah. on the airplane and he's like i'm the pilot and i'm like also the wheel of the you know the plane <laughs> and i'm the, the steward and yeah I, I mean it was like that's what it took to stay in it were you, you know were like, you waiting tables and doing um i was uh catering catering i got into catering and i did the same you know or i do thought, the same <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah. it's so flexible yeah. it was you know my and i had seen other you know everyone was doing so many different things um so i, I knew there were these other avenues but that one just made sense for me i was I, it's it was the job that i had found prior to 
the paralegal? Uh, pi- no, oh. after the paralegal oh, work, okay. but prior to uh, going to graduate school. Got it. So when I got out of graduate school, I was like, oh, okay, I'm already with this company. I know them. Yeah. Um, and I know that it's just ideal. I mean, it's like when I'm looking for work, I'd take evening shifts so that I had my days free to yeah. audition. And then when uh, when I found a play and I had you know the luck to do a lot of theater in New York, um, you know, I had at least once I was, when I was in rehearsals, I yeah. would still sometimes like be working and I, it was, it was a hustle, man. Cause yeah. I, you know, there are, you know, you're working for, especially as someone new and, and you're trying to figure out, okay, how do I make, how do I make the rent and how do I pay, you know, back my loans yeah. and how do I, uh, have money for groceries this week and stuff like that. Um, you're just adding up those numbers and you're like, Oh, this, this play is not going to do it. Yeah. Like it's not going to take care yeah, of all it's that. Not, you know, seven, 10 a um, week with taxes. It, yeah. It, it, it's not New York. Bill. Yeah. yeah. So it was, I mean, you know, it was definitely was, was humbling, but also I was getting to work with people who were, you know, on the flip side of having longer careers who were like, yes, like we're subsidizing our work essentially yeah. because we, we're, we're at a point in our career where we can, because we've done all this TV or right. film or, or, you know, have, but you know, don't sweat it. You'll yeah. get there. Yeah. You're young. Like, yes, you're, you know, you're leaving rehearsal to go, you know, do a shift. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, that, but that will, you know, yeah. but you'll get to or do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, yeah. I see the light. Yeah. It's a tunnel and I, I see the light. Um, so at what point does, does Mr. Robot come your way? Mr. Robot was, man, I do think, uh, because you're in the first season and I, yeah. I don't think people, I mean, most of the audience should understand, but at a time USA didn't have content like that. So that show really kind of blew that network. I mean, it was a paradigm shift. Yeah. Um, that was 2015 for me when I started that. Um, and it was, it, it was like for the grace of God, man, I was like, my kids were born, um, and they were a couple months old and I, you know, there I was just thinking there was this whole, from the day my wife said she was pregnant to yeah. that moment, you know, where I was trying to shift gears and say like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to stay in this? Like theaters, yeah. I love the theater. Um, but I am not money. going to be able to sustain the life that I've been in. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, I, you know, I was doing, doing a play at the public theater. I'm like, I'm at the public theater, Yeah. but I'm also like working on my one day off. Yeah. Like I'm working my other sh- job on Monday wow. or, you know, coming, you know, Oh, thank goodness tech is over because now I have my days for you to t- pick up shifts wow. so I could do the play at night, you know? And, uh, and it's like that. I don't mean to, you know, call out the public theater, Not at they, all. They, they, I, I get you know, it. Yeah. but that's just like the reality of whether, whatever, working with Lee Silverman at MCC, uh, working, you know, so many of, with the exception of my one Broadway stint. Yeah. Every play that I did off Broadway carried with it this weight of like, I also have to do some other hustle to survive. But then in my mind, I was just thinking, I'm not going to be able to sustain that with kids. Like, I want to be around. I got, I got to be around. I got to be around. Um, 
And so I was just thinking, I got, I got to get into TV, man. I got to make. Did you, you tell know. your agent at that time, um, like I need? It was something yeah. that we were, you know, th- think whenever things would come up. Yeah. Um, and I and I, you know, I I went in for things, um, for for TV projects, and and you know, uh, it was more TV than film would come my way, uh, but it just wasn't, you know happening at a click where i was like right. oh good i'm i'm gonna be a, like yeah this is this is consistent or you know it yeah. just oh it was very inconsistent um but it was right at that moment you know my kids were like you know f- five or six months old yeah uh and i went in for this project and then a couple of weeks later uh actually i i remember getting a call from my agent and he said you got the role and it had so much time had passed i was like what are you referring to <laughs> He was like, you know, Vera. And I was like, which, what, Wait, yeah. what was that? He was like the drug dealer. And I was like, oh, yeah. wow, that was so long ago. I, and, you know, I, again, I, who, who, I think most of the listeners are, uh, are, are Seeing actors the, yeah, or, yeah, or, or, yeah, but, yeah. but, but for those who are just like also maybe fans of like the art and who are listening, it's like, um, the thing about auditioning is you never hear back unless yeah. it's a yes. Yeah. So, so there's no feedback. There's no feedback. Yeah. There's no like, oh, you didn't get it. But yeah. you know, you were so great. Good. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> we you liked know. you. Yeah. 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 So like in my head, even it's like when I go into an audition, like the second it's over going into it, I'm thinking, th- this is my opportunity to do this today, yeah, right? Like yeah. I'm, and I, I'm in the zone. I'm like, okay, this is my two minutes yeah. to do it, to do my craft, um, to exercise these muscles. Um, but the second the door closes, it's almost like, okay, it's gone. Like that's it. I had Terry Knickerbocker I, on the other day and he said, he tells his actors to rip the script up. Yeah. yeah. I let it go. Yeah. And so like getting this call like three weeks later, I, I really, I remember, I remember saying that I it was at my breakfast table. Um, and then my phone rang and I was just trying to connect the dots. Oh, okay. So it was that one. Oh, wow. Um, and this was before, you know, Rami was a household name, right? You know? Yes. Yes. I mean, I think, uh, that's not be, that's, my, I mean, he had, he, yeah, I mean, he, he worked. had, he had worked. And, yeah. Uh, he had that Sundance uh, hit, uh, yes. About the kids in that home and, and like that huge movie need for speed. But this was the thing that kind of solidified him. Yes, absolutely. I think, um, this this Mr. Robot uh, certainly I think is uh, he has said as much that it kind of changed his trajectory. Wow! So you know, then I got the script um, and I saw the entirety of what I had to do yeah. for the first time. And I do remember at the time thinking um, it was a similar. It was like this gut feeling uh, that I've only had every now and then. But one of the times was when the first time that Terrell Alvin McCraney sent me the brother size, and he said he sent it to me over the summer where he was about to do it as for his project in the fall, um, and he sent it to me and said, you know, I, I want you and and Brian Tyree Henry and Gilbert Award to 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 be in this. Um, and I read it and I just immediately knew like this, like the world has not seen something like this. Like this is just, it was, it was beautiful. It was moving. It just, um, I just thought, Oh, this is special. This is special. And so, um, I had not really felt that with any like TV thing that had come my way, of course, you know, but this came, when when I read it, I went, "Oh, this is this is really good. Yeah. This is special." Like you this just is, pray for that writing, I, and I yeah. the writing was so good. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, and I, you know, and I also uh, 
goodness. If you, if you can television bring, is in terms of the qual- quality of writing. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, so many of the playwrights who came out of yeah. Yale. It's the were, golden age of yeah, television. They're being yeah. snatched up. Uh, yeah. you know, it's an incubator. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just remember having that, that, uh, that feeling of like, wow, this is special. But, um, but again, it was, uh, it happened and then it just, it, it went away for uh, a long time. And what, what was cool about it was I, cause um, you did like, what was it three or four episodes of season one? Or? I did three episodes that first season. It definitely, uh, opened the door for me in a big way. After that, yeah. a lot of TV just started to happen for me. I mean, certainly not in a way where, you know, I'm getting offers or anything like yeah. that. I'm still auditioning. Um, but it was like the first time I, I, I start, you know, I invest, I was like, Oh, this is happening enough that maybe I should invest in like a camera, yeah. uh, and some equipment. And I started doing, uh, self tapes, yeah. some, some, well, that option hadn't even like come my way before Mr. Ro- Robot, wow. but after Mr. Robot, my agent was like, Oh, like this LA casting director wants to see you for something. So I was like, Oh, okay. Um, so, and some things, uh, you know, I, I got a recurring role on Sneaky Pete through a self tape. I got a recurring role th- on, um, uh, The Sun through a self tape. Well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, some things I was like, Oh, this is, this is happening and it's worth it to invest in do the you, equipment. Do you now. work? With a coach, or do you do it yourself? Uh, well, I have uh, my wife Emily Dorsch. Oh, who is the best coach the in the best world. Coach in the world. And, uh, <laughs> I have to hire for the next one, <laughs> or you? Yes, we we do all of uh, you each know. I, we do, do each other's self tapes. Adorable. Um, and uh, she, uh, honestly, uh, she uh, has such a you know an eye for like bull. Yeah. And uh, it's just wonderful. She helps. She's always, she's helped me with everything that I've done. Um, is, is Vera a lot of her? Is that, or is that all you? Or is that a mix of, cause like, as I get to know you, and I spoke about this on the podcast with Shay, is the great actors, the difference between good acting and great acting is good acting, you know, there's room for that guy that's charismatic and he can just play himself and everything and make money. But what you did with that role, no other actor in the world could have done that. You know, like that's, you're, you're an outstanding actor. Thank you're going to you. have a Thank massive you. career and Thank I know you. it. And I'm curious about that process as, yeah. as I'm getting to know you, that character seems so far from you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, uh, it started with the text, you know, and I, I, I think that's what, you know, going back to like my whole trajectory, um, you know, with like high school being like, that's when the seed was planted and. Vassar College was like the water and the NTI was, I don't know, maybe NTI was the vitamins or something. Yeah. Like, it kind of, kind of that like helped me grow a little bit more, but the, the Yale School of Drama was like the sun, right? Yeah. Like it was what was able to like cook everything, yeah. just let me grow. Such a beautiful um, way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, you know, of it's, it's where I really sort of put together the pieces and like mastered how to control my voice, my body, you know my my mind my spirit to 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 be able to take that tool and do with it what i i want it to um i mean in terms of illuminating character and transforming into the other yeah um so with, with vera i i remember thinking it was it was all there it was on the page yeah um did Sam give you notes or did he kind of trust you to, uh, he did. No, no, I, he's, uh, he's great with his feedback. I remember that. Thank goodness. I had, you know, I obviously I had some 
someone in my corner for for that. Um, but Sam, when when we did uh, after the table read, we did schedule. Uh, we had a rehearsal, so I got to be in a room with Rami and, and Sam. Uh, no, I, at that point it was just it was uh, just me and Rami. Rami. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we did get to sort of like rehearse it, and and he talked a little bit about his ideas in terms of the shape of the piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, you know, after that, uh, that, that was out there yeah. and, uh, and then there were all of these other, you know, more, more television started to happen, but, but it, it was also, I guess there was a lot to like, to let go. And yeah. I think that sometimes like, even when things like that happen, what I've learned from it is like, you can't hold on so tight. Um, because there's so many things that aren't in your, your control. control. After that season, you know, I remember I got an email from from USA and they were like, you know, we want to submit you for uh, a guest star Emmy nomination. Wow. We want to put you in as a candidate. Yeah. And I read that email and I was like, you know, my mind was like, what? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know, and then... um, and then I was like, and then I went to my catering shift, you know. Um, oh my god! And, I, <laughs> yeah. and and there were a couple of times, like you know, one of the one of the venues, and then I think it, the episode came out, and you know, nothing happened. Like yeah. the day they not they they made the announcement, I was like, oh man, I got, didn't didn't happen. You yeah, know? but um, it's going to happen this season. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> not that would. Yeah. Um, but there were all of these, you know. It did seem like there were a lot of things happening. Yeah. And yet, um, that was, you know, the, the, it was, you know, the flip side of that was like, okay, well, there's still all that, like, I still have to do these other things to, yeah. to make this happen. Like, I still need this survival. It wasn't job. over. It yeah. wasn't over. Yeah. It was like, oh, it wasn't like, oh, now I made it. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, Vassar had this, uh, uh, they invited me to be part of, uh, their, sesquicentennial celebration their wow. uh, 150th uh, celebration of Vassar College and there was like I got to be on a panel uh, uh, we did this performance of text uh, for this celebration um, and it was I got to be on a panel with Meryl Streep and Lisa Kudrow and no and, way and, and um, but you know there I was I was like oh, this probably this wouldn't be happening if I hadn't done yeah just done Mr. Robot, right? But now this is, this is happening. Um, but, uh, you know, there was like this like meta-ness of like where it happened was at Jazz at Lincoln Center, which is like one of the venues that I was constantly I like, like I was like, oh, after this red carpet thing, like, go I'm going to be holding a tray and like passing hors d'oeuvres. Like, That's yeah. amazing, yeah. man. I was like, holy polarization like, of highs and lows. That, just that's it man yeah. that's the that's like been the business wow. for me it's it's wild and and now with this season airing i feel like it's all about to change for you i mean how does that feel i mean like this last episode for those listening was 407 which was shot as a play we spoke about and it was one of the i had tom Fontana on the show who created oz and i gotta say he's one of the single-handed most amazing episodes of television i've seen you know oz and the wire some of my all-time favorite shows, but Love what you shows. did on that was, I mean, you, Gloria Rubin, Christian Slater, Rami Malik. I mean, how did that feel Thank shooting you. that? Did, was it electric? It was. Um, you know, b- being at the table read, uh, this was like January, February. Uh, what, what was neat about it was um, we uh, Sam 
he didn't do this in the first season, but in season two and three, uh, he switched to block shooting. So season four was that way as well, uh, which just means it's sort of like um, kind of shot it like a movie. Yeah. Because um, so, Romy was doing B- Bond at the same time, right? Uh, there was some over- yeah. there was overlap. But, um, you know, so it, you know, we had the table read in January, February. So it meant that basically they were going to do all their exterior shots, right, while, while it was cold. So, like, I think in episode three or two or three when Rami's like in the woods yeah right? you know they had snow and it was cold right. and so they did all their exterior shots first and then they started to work uh, um, their way in what was really special about that episode um, was just the way that it was handled yeah um, uh, you know Sam knew that it was special and he wanted to sort of preserve it and 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 actually kind of like treat it like a play so that's yeah. um we had a rehearsal so all your it worlds really, kind of came back together it, it was, was a tv play yeah you know? it was really complicated in terms of you know he had five or six cameras rolling for every shot um so it that's why it required rehearsal because he yeah. was like you know with with all these cameras rolling at the same time birdman to, style it had yeah, to be perfect it had to be yeah uh, but there was so you know it was just so fun to approach an episode in that way yeah um and so you don't see that on TV at all. That's why Sam Esmail is who he is, you know? And I, you know, for that, I just, um, you know, having, there was, there was, you know, the one, the, when I, when I did War Horse on Broadway, and that was my, my longest, the longest run that I've ever done of anything. I'm some, something like we did over 700 performances. Wow. And that was two years worth of, of the show. Um, but I remember thinking, or at least knowing in my body, like what, what, what that does to you. Like when yeah. you get, when you have to do something over and over, over and over and over and over and over. Um, and then, you know, and then you get to a place where you're like, Oh, I'm doing this so much. Like now it's not about how do I get into it? Yeah. It's about how do I stay and in, invested and not just yeah. phone it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, but, and then you get beyond that. And then there's something after that. It's this like wonderful cycle, but it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, and that was what I had the luxury of with that episode too. It was one of the last things that we shot. Um, even though it's in the middle of the season. Um, so I had all this time with the script. Um, and, and I have to tell you, like I, I, I pretty much, I sat down with that script um, every night, wow. every night. And, and I got to a place where I, you know, I, I had it in my head and I would just say tonight's like, I just thought of it like a, a, a live oh, performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I went, all right, I'm going to do the show tonight. And I would do it. I would just do it to myself. And, and I was always constantly finding, finding wow. new things and different things would resonate. And, and, uh, and then I'm just, okay, it's done. All right. I'm putting this, putting this away. Wow. I'll, I'll see you and three months yeah you know um i did love the there there is there are a couple two moments that were just so meta for me that i just i, I just love that there's the, these layers you can know? you talk about and, it and season season one it yeah. was uh it was that you know me si- sitting opposite rami yeah. and saying what's your name <laughs> and, <laughs> and knowing that he was about to say my name <laughs> I had to ask him. Like, I'm glad you I brought loved it up. It, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't believe this. I love this. It's amazing. Um, and then the other, it's already aired now, but uh, uh, so for in 407, um, 
the first line that I have in 407 is I've been waiting for this moment for a while now. Yeah. And I just, I loved that that was, <laughs> that was the language that was given to me. Cause wow. I was like, I mean, really it was, it was a moment that I'd been waiting for, for, Forever. for so long. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I even, I got the call from when I got the call, I was coming back to when I shot that it was almost two years. No way. Yeah. So, um, so for did me, it just it? had, they did. They, they must have loved, loved it. it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been such a tremendous pleasure to, you know, to, to, to hear and see, uh, the, 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 feedback. the feedback from the fans, from the critics that, um, I mean, you never know how people are, you know, yeah. well, first of all, how everything is going to come together. I think it was just well, such a testament to of like the, the, just the alt, the, the mastery, the level of mastery that like Sam, uh, puts together in terms of like his team too, not just like the, the, the caliber of the actors, but then also, you know, when it went beyond that, the, the editing, all of the post work, yeah. the scoring by Matt Quayle, um, the way that, but also you, man, I mean, that character is a paradox, you know, he's not that intelligent, but he's brilliant. You know, he's, he's a sociopath, but he cares. And like the way you played that, I mean, no other actor on Thank earth you. could have played that, Elliot. I mean, pat yourself on the back, brother. Thank you you, you Thank hit you. a home run, man. Thank Mickey you, man. Mantle, you're you're batting at 100, brother. <laughs> do you are, are you do you, anything next for you that you can? Um, I did. Uh, there's an episode of Godfriend and Me which uh, I shot, and I was really excited about being able to do something that. Um, my niece and nephews can watch. Can watch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is so like. Yeah. And also, um, again, uh, just doing like a 180 from Vera. Totally. Um, in the episode, I play uh, a, a young father whose daughter is ill, um, and he's essentially, you know, willing to do almost anything uh, to to help save his daughter um and so you know that for me i was like oh this is this is awesome this is exactly what i want to do right now like i want to do something just 180 degrees from from vera yeah um you know for vera i had to you know i had to just tap into really dark places um did you have anyone like that in the bronx or i mean it's interesting if you're even just like a passerby um you may end up in somewhere in in my like catalog of, of like i i've always like you know, I've always been an observer. I'm just like a cataloger, a student of, of humans, uh, of yeah. human yeah. beings, yeah. Of, and, yeah. and it's that's why you know New York is so cool. You just like walk around, and you just sit in a park and and watch how many yeah. different you know um, variations of of uh, yourself you might find. Yeah, there, you know, totally. walks, talks, airports. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so definitely you know there were there is some guys uh that i drew on for this this role uh guys from the bronx that uh uh made their way in there yeah um but it was a it was a you know i had to just tap into just some deep lonely places uh and so you know this other role is like oh great you know i get to tap into like being a father being a father being you know someone who just has tremendous love and empathy and in a different way because yeah. i would say that was there for vera too but just in a very very different way so totally. and for the actors out there listening that are really struggling and and are working that yeah. catering shift tonight yeah. any any parting words for them any any suggestions advice wisdom um you know i think just 
st- yeah. you know, sticking with it and, and really like looking at those, the opportunities, right? Yeah. At every audition, that, that's your opportunity, you know, the time, the preparation for that time. Yeah. That's your opportunity, right? That's, that's you doing it. So yeah. do it, yeah. get it, get yeah. it. Amazing. Ellie Villar, man, thanks, thanks so much for being yeah. here. And, you know, yeah. It was incredible to hear your story. And man, you're about to be shot out of the stratosphere. So I'm so glad I got <laughs> thanks, you before man. I got to go through 22 channels of Warner Brothers. <laughs> much love, brother. I'm Thank excited you. for all to come. Thank you. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. <laughs>